You have heard it said that it is better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And what if I told you that this argument, this way of reasoning or providing a justification is leaving you insufficient? That in the arguments when we talk about culture, need is not enough. This is episode 96 of the Redacted Culture Cast, titled, Need is Not Enough. And it comes out of order because of a conversation that was starting to be had between myself and a certain individual who goes by Caleb Prevail Armament on Instagram, or Prevail Armament. So if you're listening, thank you very much. This is a shout out to you. And we were having this discussion that in some sense was the first time him and I had had it, but also a conversation that is not too unfamiliar for those of us in gun culture. In fact, there are converse, it's a conversation that we have with absolute strangers and people we've known for a long time. It's conversations that we have time and time again with people that we know and people that we care about. And so the question arises from a position of both rhetoric and reasoning. Why is it that we so often revert to need? Now, if you want to, so I'm going to take a, a minute here. If you want to support the channel, or you want to join the private conversation, you can head over to redactedculture.locals.com and become part of the black site. Or you, if you want to jump onto our newsletter where we're going to be most secure and staying in communications with you, you can head over to the website and you will find our dead drop, which is our newsletter. But I need to stick to the subject and I need to stick to the, this, this burning topic that after our discussion, was able, I was able to finally work through my articulation better because of, well, the immediacy of the time and because this conversation has come up time and time and time again. We see it play out in gun culture in a various in a various series of places. We see it coming coming out in various different ways, and I'm going to use some examples. And those examples are a soldier on a mission, a father making a purchase, and us citizens bearing arms. And this is the topic of need as justification, and. For many of us, and for in fact, if anything were to come out simply, if it would be, is that if you could identify with absolute certainty a need, and anything that would be able to fulfill that need without creating greater consequences in the long run, would be something effective at fulfilling the need. The question is then, what is the moral conditions of needs? As in, does the possession of a need justify any? actions for, towards its fulfillment. If you're starving, are you justified always in stealing bread? Aladdin's in the in the chat are perking up their ears. It's a joke. I think uh, there's um, it's a joke, but we'll, we'll bear with me. So this question of need in some situations makes a lot of sense. And in, in, in some ways, the, the, it, this it breaks down how we think about the decisions that we make. Rhetoric is a tool of making of convincing somebody of a position or an argument, and not even an argument, but technically correct. So I, I I digress. But need bears with it a certain amount of weight. I mean, you could even go for those who are uh, old enough to remember or have engaged in it. There's the old need versus greed rolling in a game called 
World of Warcraft, and and there's sort of some justification that I'm having. I, I need this piece of equipment for vanity, or I want this piece of equipment for vanity, or I need this thing for something to make my character better. And the problem of that metaphor is that we we don't exist in a video game, and we all know this. And so let's use these three examples to talk about this idea of need as justification because I'm going to get to the point on why it's costing us in the long run. But let's start in, the, in, a, in a very simple situation. You have a soldier on a mission, someone who's on a mission. There's something that's already defined as the objective. We know the direction we're going. We know the thing that we're trying to accomplish. If there is a piece of equipment that would be required to see that mission accomplished, we could justifiably say that there's a need here. I need the breaching tool to breach the gate. I need the tool to accomplish the task. And, and there may be ways of like getting around it. But in this sense, considering the high risk nature and the dangerous nature of a soldier, if they have the options to uh, acquire requisition, the equipment that makes that mission capable then they ought to do it. And in fact, it, it, you run into this problem over and over again, even within the microcosm of the military, is that one person will argue that you need something and another person will say, you don't need that, we can do it some other way. And sometimes this comes from command structures and sometimes this comes from dudes arguing against each other in, in the arena. And so what we end up running into is that need, even in that environment, becomes a question of by what standard. But that's not the only place where we talk about the idea of need. What happened? Have you ever gone out and decided that you wanted to purchase something, a new gun, a new handgun, or a new something? And when faced with the decision of why you wanted to, the first thing that you started thinking about was scenarios where it would be a useful tool in accomplishing or uh, surviving or um, navigating that scenario. One could kind of rightly say that there's a need involved i can i can i can understand a need here that if i want to defend my family i need to have a tool for it but that need gets stretched really thin really quickly but there's a third time third 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 type of way that that using need as our foundation for justification betrays us we've addressed this briefly in the past but i think it's time to get more thorough. And that is the idea of citizens bearing arms. Do we need to bear arms in order to have a free society? In order to have a free society, you know, in order to have this Second Amendment argument, in order to have a free society, and how am I, how am I going to butcher this on, on, on live? Well, I have to do it anyway. Um, in order to secure a free society, or in order, in, in, in order to secure a free society, um, a, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the establishment of a free, whatever, you know what it is. It's the, it's the bullshit argument that people make all the time. Is it arguing uh, well-regulated militia or is it arguing the right of the citizens to bear arms shall not be infringed? We believe on the right side that it's the right of the citizens to not, or to, that the right of the citizens to bear arms shall not be infringed is the critical argument, whereas the other side is it's necessary for a free state for there to be a well-regulated militia. And now you're starting to get a window into why that need is an issue, but I want to go one layer deeper. In the example of a soldier on a mission, 
the question being asked is should be you should ask is is your justification sufficient for the end goal and contingencies in mind when you're asking do i really need this piece of kit for this mission it is a question both introspective and one worthy of bringing up to one's peers about whether or not you're bringing something along that will cost you more or give you more benefit do you need that for the mission and if you've been on missions, you know that we have contingencies. And what contingencies are for is for all the other things that could go wrong or go otherwise or change what we expect the mission to be with. The plan includes contingencies. The gear we choose, the kit that we bring out, it necessarily or should always incorporate a certain level of contingencies germane to the environment that we're operating in. But this isn't anything new. In fact, privates will argue with it amongst each other, and then team leaders will argue it, and squad leaders, and platoon sergeants, and so on and so forth. It's just a perennial conversation that needs to be addressed. And we know when it goes wrong, when the person choosing what is considered a need for the mission is making the wrong choice, and they're more apt to do this when they don't have skin in the game. When they don't have the benefit of expertise, they don't have the benefit of experience, or they may do, but are not. they do not have the skin in the game to make the decisions for those who are going out on the mission. And so the cost of error is leveled on somebody else's shoulders, particularly the people going out on the mission. If the commander is choosing what is needed based on his frivolities, and the soldier is forced to pay with it, we would say this is an injustice, but it is also wrong. It's a betrayal of the concept of need. And there are needs that people have. There are needs that people have in gear, and there are needs in people ha that have that there. Are, well, I'm sorry. There's needs that people have, such as things like nutrition, like sustainment, like body heat, like motivation. And so the question of need, even there, can become a little fuzzy, because some maybe you know, what happens if I told you you don't need a bag of gummy bears to get up the mountain, but it sure makes it a lot better. And what happens if you are stuck in this perpetual what-if scenario being maybe it's being able to get up the mountain with more energy and more mental acumen because it's going to be hard anyway, regardless of how fit you are. I mean, there's going to be, you can, you can minimize it some, but, you, but what happens if we made the argument, this example that, you know, the extra weight of carrying eight ounces of gummy bears is going to get me up the mountain and better physical acumen, mental capability, and I'm going to be more... Uh, prepared or more able to assess the situation that I'm facing after I get up the hill. Do I need the gummy bears? Not technically, because I could still make it up there without, and with some sort of argument of discipline of sorts, I could still get up to the top with that, that situational awareness that would allow me to be an effective tool at the top. But now you're still dealing with this argument of well, it would be better if, and then how much better, and then we have to argue back and forth over whether or not it's a justification. And so that that fits well, though, within the context of we have the mission in front of us. We have done the research. We have done, the reconnaissance has been done. We know what it's going to cost of us, at least on the onset, and we can make decisions forth, for, uh, forthwith. And then also individuals can make decisions because they are, they should be, ought be in tune with their individual capabilities, their exhaustion levels, their fitness, their gear condition, and so on and so forth. Like, do you need, do you need a sewing kit? I don't know. I mean, do I need it? 
No, maybe, possibly, maybe I do. But even then, in some cases, it'd be better to have it. Now we get back to the problem of it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. But can you even so? Who knows? What about for the condition of the father? And so the primary question is going back to the example of the father. The father asks the question or says, oh, well, I need this for home defense. And the question that he should be asking himself is, am I being honest? Do I need another tool for our home defense when I already have one? Well, it's not really need that's your primary justification. Don't be dishonest about your primary justification. If you're going to say, well, you know, I'm concerned about this type of scenario, and so I bought that for this, um, so in some sense of the matter, only you will know if you're being dishonest, and that's just the way of it. No man knows the heart of the other, but we, we can be suspicious. And that suspicion sows doubt, and doubt sows questions of either's reliability, and now we have questions within the community of whether people are honest or not. So it, for the individual, honesty is the first question. Be careful not to use need willy-nilly, because what that does is it floats up to the cultural level, and that puts us where we're at now. For the citizen, do you need a gun for self-defense? This question is a trap. We know the answer is not going to just be yes or no. The question might be loaded with, well, the threat is something as broad and ambiguous as the direction the country is going. That is an ambiguous statement. And even if it does serve as a justification, it opens up that avenue that we've talked about in the past from the form of rhetoric that determines the virtue of possession on the basis of need. And I think this is where we can really dig down. Need is a trap. Need is a trap, especially in forms of justification, because as we've said earlier, as soon as you remove the presence of the supposed need, there goes the justification for the item. And in some ways, tyranny can offer to assuage the need at the expense of the thing. But it also plays a, 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 a method, it also plays out in how we think about gun culture because there's a certain progression that we've seen in the past. And I don't expect this progression to be the only one going forward. In fact, I would expect it to change by the time even that this, this is going live. It'll soon be a change in the way that we look at things. And it goes like this. So you guy who had who you have someone who's in already in gun culture and he decides to go buy a gun or he has one. And after a, he becomes familiar with it, he decide he recognizes that he's got the, the gun, but you know what he doesn't have is he doesn't have kit. And so you go out and buy kit. And then after he's got some of the gear, he recognizes that he has this stuff, but he doesn't have the skill. So he goes and takes some training and he takes a bunch of training and he gets more skilled at it. And as soon as you've realized that you've got the tool of self-defense and you've got the kit of self-defense or whatever you're going to call it, and you've got the training on it, now you recognize that there are so many other vulnerabilities that, that he has. This is all a metaphor, but I think it's something common to us. So after he's 
gone undergone buying a gun and then sorting out which one he's going to keep and figuring that out and buying some kit and figuring out all those little nuances on what happens there and and then the training and he's navigated training now what oh maybe you should buy radios and maybe you, oh and once you get radios now what oh we got to add medical to that oh okay now we've added medical beyond just basic first aid and now he's got some modicum of medical training he's cap con capable with the radio and then you know, maybe, you know, I'm worried about nuclear biological. So he gets a, he gets a, a gas mask and he learns how to use it and he, he learns how to maintain it. And he learns all this kind of stuff, whatever you could go down that line and decon chambers. I don't know how far you want to go down this rabbit trail. And then he goes into homesteading and he realizes that his urban city, his urban location is not sufficient. So he moves out into the countryside. And as soon as he's out in the countryside, he's got his somehow some by financial miracle in this day and age, he's got his guns, his plates, his house. He's got his kit. He's got his tactics and training. He's got his radios. He's got his, he's got his medical ability. He's got his food put away. He's got some sustainable things, but he's alone. So he needs community. And what is he going to do to find community? Where is he going to find community? Chances are he's going to find it back in the city, but in his community is going to be people living in apartments who are just, that may not be as far down that road as he is. And it creates this problem of, we started from the start that um, his motivation for moving down this path has always been need and he goes and and if he makes any one one misstep uh, supposedly you know you really we we do forgive each other for making silly decisions but as much as we like to jeer each other online um, but he's created him. He's put himself in this position where he started with guns, and then he got to kit, and he went to training, and went to radios, and chemical, biological, and then homesteading. And now he's alone in the woods, and he he realizes he needs community. And so what? We're back on the cycle of need and need and need. So now he's got people he knows who um, have guns and have kit and have some training, but they live in the city, and so he wants to try to pull them out or whatever this thing goes. And this need, 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 need never ends. And. This is one example of why I believe need is not sufficient justification for doing what we do. You could make the argument that the world is going to end and tomorrow we need, we should, or today we need to go out and buy land and build a bunker in the woods and become self sufficient, live off the land to become capable. And the one question I have for you is why are you basing that on need? Isn't, a, isn't it just a good thing to be self-sufficient? Why do you need the, the, the potential apocalypse to justify doing what you in your quiet time might understand as right? Are you not convinced yourself? Do you struggle to convince those around you? Are you only justifying it to them in that format because you think it's the easiest way out? Need is a shortcut that leaves us short of the final goal. This is why when you talk about things being right and true and good, the foundation of rightness is not need. The foundation of something being moral is not just need. Because I can, through need, justify doing atrocities. I can, through need, justify becoming that silly movie character or video game character, which is stuck in main character syndrome, and by some attribution of need, find myself committing great atrocities. I, because need alone is a cheat when it comes 
to meaning and direction. There's a reason why we admire uh, stories of privation and survival, because in that scenario, the world is simple. The person is trying to survive. The conditions of survival are given. He's lacking food. He's lacking shelter. He, he's in the cold. He has to build a shelter, start a fire. He needs those things to stay alive. But did he need to be out there in the first place? No. Did he need to put himself in that situation? No. Could he avoid, have avoided that situa situation? Yes, you could have stayed home. You could have stayed safe. You could have chosen safety over virtue. You could have chosen safety over and, 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 and sought after some sort of omniscience of safety where you avoided every conflict, avoided every problem, avoided every challenge, and you boxed yourself into a hole. Need is a betrayer. Especially when, or, and it becomes a betrayer when we place it out of order. There is something right and true and good. There's something worth pursuing. But if we betray that thing by diminishing it to merely a need, we only cut ourselves short. And so when it comes to this idea of the citizen bearing arms, the citizen doesn't bear arms because he needs to bear arms. The citizen bears arms because it is right. It is good. Because bearing arms is a symbol of taking responsibility over your community. It may, it should not, in our society and in our understanding, come apart from some understanding of responsibility. But it, but a person, and I believe this, the way, the reason, if you go out into gun culture and you ask people why they own guns, they will tell you, a million in a million different languages, that they believe it is good for them to bear the responsibility for their environment, for the people around them. They are choosing to do something through action, much better than activism, to do something that is right. And so when you're asked the question, do you really need that? Ask yourself this. Are you being asked that question by somebody who cares about your outcome? Are they concerned about your choices? Or are they asking you that to trap you into a position where they can then say, well, the need that you under, you believe in isn't real, and therefore your justification is wrong, and therefore no. This can happen on an individual level with an individual choice to purchase a firearm. This can also happen on a cultural level. Need is not the right way of thinking about it because need does not drive us to goodness. Need gets us to the door of survival. And if survival is the goal, I don't think many of us want to be here. Mere survival can be explained as just keeping the heart pumping. But we're not here to survive. We're here to make this future ours, to, to, to live in our country, to participate in our communities, to make our, our friends' lives better, our families' lives better. We're here to do that. And one, some, one way we do that is provide an ounce of security through a choice of responsibility where that ounce of preparedness is worth a pound of response. I'm not the original. I'm not the first person to say that. So I don't want I don't want I don't want that to be accredited to me. But it is something that I've heard before. And when you think of preparedness, you often kind of times gets mixed up in some sort of 
justification on the basis of need and scenario building, which has its place, but must be tempered by, are you doing what you're doing because you are justifying it by need, or are you doing what you're doing because you believe it to be good? And if you believe it to be good, tell each other that. Don't give me this garbage idea that, oh, I'm preparing for the apocalypse. Saying, I think it's good for us to be self-sufficient. Well, you, do you want to join in? Do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to be a friend? Do you want to figure this out together? Do we want to pay attention to our communities? Because we can't just create the idea, this, this Im immediate world where everyone lives on a farm with you know, their own livestock. That's, that's not where we live now. We're going to have to spend time with people who, like us, live in the city, live in, the, uh, live in rural areas, live in, live in apartments, hotels, not hotels, I'm sorry, live in apartments and condos and whatever. And, we, and if we allow need to abandon those who are the, our neighbors, then we do ourselves a disservice. So need is not enough. It is only a window. It is only a method of scrying. It is only a purifying question, but it's not a justifying question. We might want to answer the question of need to see if our intentions are honest. But that requires humility. And then we will find out that need is not enough to get us to the goal. So set the goal. Aim at it. Choose what is good. Pursue it. This has been the Redacted Culture Cast, episode 96. Need is not enough. <laughs>